Hi, my name is Josh. My name is Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the temptation of Jesus. This is found in three different Gospels. The first, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Mark 1, 12 and 13. And Luke 4, 1 through 13. Today we're going to be reading out of the Gospel of Matthew. So join with us as we read Matthew chapter 4, 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him into a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and were ministering unto him. This is the temptation of Jesus. He, he goes out in the wilderness. It's interesting how it's worded in Matthew, because it's, uh-huh. it's different in Mark and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, in Mark and Luke, he's w- led out into the wilderness, and the devil's there to tempt him. But in, in Matthew, it says, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by uh-huh. the devil. We were talking about this before. I mean, how, how do we come to grips with this? Yeah, how do we reconcile um, the Holy Spirit leading Jesus Christ to be tempted in the wilderness, and at the same time, we are taught by the same Jesus to pray and do not lead us into temptation? Yeah, and, and I, I think there's two possible answers here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that, that I fall back on is when we come into encounters with uh, the spiritual world, whether it's the divine or the demonic, there are two different responses. Mm-hmm. The response of a believer or a non-believer. Like when we look at Pharaoh, when the plagues of Egypt fell um, on Egypt, there were those whose heart turned to God and there were those who hardened their heart. It was the same exact event, but it drew two different responses. Um, and, and so here, Satan's out in the wilderness trying to tempt Jesus. And and I know for me in my life, when I have overcome sin and a temptation pops up for that sin, it's like a spiritual check to drive me back to God. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. this... this no longer affects me. I have no desire for this in my life anymore. Let me turn my focus to God. Mm-hmm. 
the temptation did not happen throughout those 40 days, but mm-hmm. at the end of those 40 days. And during those 40 days, Jesus Christ fasted and prayed and dedicated himself to the ministry that uh, he was about to start, the public ministry. Mm-hmm. The Spirit led him into the wilderness in the same way the Spirit led John the Baptist early in his life into the wilderness yeah. to grow, to be uh, educated by God directly, surrounded by these um, places of solitude where you are not distracted by anything around you, just focus on God and communicate with Him. And that happened to Paul too, when he was when on the road to Damascus, was blinded after uh, he changes his name, he goes out into the wilderness for a time before he begins yeah, his ministry. The desert of Arabia. Yeah, and you know, we could say Moses uh, spent time um, in the wilderness uh, with sheep, sheep herding before God called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wilderness is not only desert, no. it can be mountain wilderness. Yeah. Um, and Moses spent time on the top of the Mount Sinai in the presence of God. Yeah. So uh, this wilderness experience is very important for us today because encompasses those three spiritual disciplines that we don't talk too much about. Mm-hmm. I call them the three S's. It is simplicity, solitude, and self-control. All of them are interconnected. Mm-hmm. Simplicity of life in a place of solitude, living to self-control. Yeah. This is the foundation for any kind of ministry. Yeah, and it's something um, that is beneficial not just to pastors or leaders in the church. It's beneficial to anyone that we we have these times of solitude and, and reset. And Every Christian is a minister. Yeah. That means every Christian should have a ministry. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, if we're, we're in a society where we're so addicted to technology mm-hmm. that if you ask someone to put their phone down for five minutes, they, they will experience those withdrawal symptoms. Right? Exactly. In five minutes, they're going through withdrawals. I need to touch my phone. I need to have it in my hands. Like, I can't sit here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's in that nothing that we we can, can find God and connect to God again. So when you read all the versions of the same story, of the same event in the other Gospels, And when he put this into the context of who God is, how he led other people like Moses, John the Baptist, Mm -hmm. the Apostle Paul, we realize that the Holy Spirit did not purposefully send Jesus Christ, didn't put him on harm's way, didn't send him to be tempted by Satan. In fact, he was sent there to have a special time of dedication study, prayer, fasting before starting his public ministry. So after the 40 days, Satan comes, there, there's three events that take place. Mm-hmm. And all three of them are, are kind of treated the same way, um, but they, they have to do with different things. You know, Jesus hadn't eaten. He must have been real hungry, and Satan mm-hmm. comes to, to attack the appetite. And mm-hmm. I don't know, appetite is, is a big controlling factor in many lives. Jesus Christ picked up the battle mm-hmm. where Adam dropped it. Adam lost it and, and Eve 
somehow in this battle with them. It was a mental battle, but the, 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 the foundation was appetite. Yeah. And Jesus Christ picks up the battle exactly from the same point. Yeah. And his answer is quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, he comes back to Satan and he, he quotes scripture. That man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. In presidential elections, before a big debate, they have a mock-up <laughs> opponent and they practice different questions. And <laughs> Did Jesus practice that before? How come that he, this answer comes so quick? Well, and, you know, Psalms tells us, uh, 119, um, and I, I don't know the verse you might know, but I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin mm-hmm. against you. When we spend time in the Word of God, in those moments, Scripture comes back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I might not know it word for word, but I know the verse and I know the thought and and I can share that thought. Um, Meditation as well as Bible memorization are very important for our spiritual life. And I, I do think it's critical to just to interject that meditation Biblical meditation is a lot different than Eastern meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, biblical meditation is praying, it's reading scripture, it's contemplating scripture, it's it's filling your mind with God. Mm-hmm. It's not emptying yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is focusing on content. Exactly. So so you focus on the content, uh, the character of God or the Bible or uh, creation or. The second one, the devil takes him to the city, Hmm. to the pinnacle. If you're the son of God, throw yourself down. The Holy Spirit can take you to a wilderness. Yeah. And Satan will take you to the temple. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and he quotes scripture here. He's like, if Uh Jesus is quoting scripture, I can quote scripture. Uh But he's he's misquoting, or he's not fully quoting. Um, And Jesus calls him back out on it and responds and then um same thing for the third he satan offers to give him this world mm-hmm. um i will give this world back to you if you if you acknowledge that it is mine mm-hmm. if you worship me satan lost his mind when he asked directly jesus christ to worship him mm-hmm. i mean jesus came from heaven jesus knew the history of sin the origin the cosmic conflict that started in heaven according to, to Revelation chapter 12. Yeah. Um, it's the first and the second temptations are very well crafted. Yeah. Especially the first one was extremely tempting because it was not just about Jesus transforming one stone into a loaf of bread for himself. It was about transforming all the stones in the wilderness for everyone who was hungry to become the benefactor yeah. To help the poor to, to fulfill his mission. Yeah. But Satan wanted Jesus to do that by himself without Father's approval. And by doing this to separate himself from God. Had Jesus done this um, uh, miracle as a result of Satan's prompting, he would have stopped being an example for you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is this telling us about Jesus? And for me, I, I think the obvious thing is Jesus was, while well, he was God, he was human. Mm-hmm. And it was possible for him to sin. Yes. Um, he did not sin, but it was possible. He went through temptation. 
I, what I learned about Jesus from this story is that uh, Jesus really needed prayer. Mm-hmm. He needed a time of consecration. He needed time in uh, solitude and uh, that life of simplicity in the wilderness to focus just one thing, and that is your relationship with God. Yeah. If Jesus needed that, how much more we need it today? So what is this asking us to do? I mean, we have to follow his example. And uh, I want to build on what I just said, that we have to be intentional about a time away, not only from technology, but away from other good things in life, Mm -hmm. to focus on the only one that is our relationship with God. And we'll see later, the weekly Sabbath is one of those tools designed by God to disconnect from the day-to-day life and to focus on uh, exclusively on our relationship with Him. Yeah. And for me, uh, continuing the thought of Jesus being tempted, for us, temptation's not sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important to understand that just because someone is tempted to do something wrong doesn't mean they have sinned. There's mm-hmm. a, an opportunity to go back. Because I think sometimes we we feel, I've crossed the line already, There, there's no hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the birds, Yeah, um, they can fly above your heads. You cannot control them. Mm-hmm. Do not let them nest on your head, yeah. on the top of your head. <laughs> exactly. So what are we going to do about it? We have to be intentional about uh, this time spent with God. Mm-hmm. This wilderness moments or minutes or sometimes hours. Uh, once in a while, we should attend a spiritual retreat, only disconnect from everything, and we focus on God and God alone. Part of what we're doing right now is this, you know, it's our desire that people develop this this connection because it is so important that, that when Satan comes, it's the scripture that pops to mind. It's God's mm-hmm. word that pops to mind. It's not uh, us thinking about mm-hmm. how life will be better if we partake in whatever temptation. And mm-hmm. it's, um, thus saith the Lord. Um, so how, how can we share this with others? I already have a couple of people in my mind that I like to share these thoughts, but also I like to share my own story, my own experience about this event. Mm-hmm. When uh, we're going to study this later in Luke chapter 11, after a whole night, Jesus Christ spent in prayer with his Father. He came in the morning, and the disciples didn't see a very tired face, but a shining face, glowing. Mm-hmm. And they went to him and said, uh, Lord, uh, tell us. How do you pray to God that you are so refreshed after a whole night in the morning? And Jesus Christ taught them for the second time the Lord's Prayer. So my point is when we share from experience, that is way more powerful than what we share uh, a story from the Gospel. And that's similar to what I was thinking. Um, However, bring people along in the experience. Mm -hmm. I I think um, showing people how to meditate, how to go out in the wilderness, have this time with God, uh, Jesus took the disciples out. He demonstrated mm-hmm. this to them, mm-hmm. and and we can do the same. You know, I can do the same. Uh, invite people along on that journey. We need a tiny little space, wilderness space in our house, a corner. Mm-hmm. Have a rug. Call that uh, your holy place. You kneel on that tiny little rug. You have a Bible next to it. Uh, that is when you 
uh, disconnect, when you sit down, you close your eyes, you talk to God, and God talks to you. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that in our lives we will be able to carve out space and time for you. Whether it is within the house, whether it's outside in nature, um, but that we will meditate on your word day and night. And that this will be a priority in our lives and that when temptation comes, our first response will not be to dwell on the benefits of temptation the imagined benefits of temptation, but our first response will be to cling to you. That as Satan tempts us, it backfires and and continues to strengthen our walk with you. I just ask that you open our eyes to the spiritual realm around us, that we do not fall into temptation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.